going to find out where you're at. Pardon me. We'll start off with a nugget this morning. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the most vital Enthusiasm is most vital in a Christian's life. One more time. Enthusiasm is most vital in a Christian's life. Think about it. If you don't have any enthusiasm, something's wrong. I think the man that came through the gates, after he got prayed for, he came in walking and leaping and praising God. He was enthusiastic about what took place. The ten lepers, when they got healed, were enthusiastic. They were just leaving. I mean, they were happy. You need some enthusiasm. Some just need to wake up. Amen? All right, glory to God. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we look to your word, that our eyes be open, Father God, to greater understanding. And Father God, that we may implement those things in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'll start off with, I lived in the rural country as a kid. My folks had five acres of land. And on that land, we grew strawberries for frozen food products and raised chickens for fryers. So we also had a number of fruit trees. We had a peach tree, two apples, a couple of pears, apricot, pomegranate, and a couple of walnut, walnut trees. So we were doing pretty good. We also had four large uh, um, pine trees, which I found to be intriguing because I always climbed them. You know, get up to the top and you're looking around, you see, you know, for a kid, you, know, you get, get up that high and you got to see all what's going on there. And, you, and you, a lot of times you daydream. I don't know about anybody else ever climbed up a tree. Did they ever, ever daydream when you got up there? You hear the wind blowing through the tree. You know, it's, it was kind of neat. So uh, with that introduction, I want you to go to Psalms 92. In Psalms 92. I want to look at verse 12. That's Psalms 92, verse 12. It reads... The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Well, there's a couple of us here who's going to see palm trees all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now, there are over 300 species of palm trees. You've got a coconut palm tree. You have a date palm tree. You got a Mexican palm, you know, all, I mean, you got palm trees, okay? And here it's, in this verse here, it's telling us that uh, the righteous or the Christian is compared to a palm tree. So, what does a palm, what can a palm tree do? Um, the one grows in a sandy plain. Well, I'm going to look at the two trees first, the palm tree and the cedar. One grows in a sandy plain, the other in a rugged mountain. One has the tap roots that grow 
that draw nourishment from deep within, and the other one is refreshed from above. The one is beautiful, the other is strong. The Christian has a secret source of life. He receives his blessings from beneath and from above. Glory to God. He's both beautiful and strong. So how does the child of God be like a palm tree? You ever think about that? Think about yourself as a palm tree. Hmm. First, the palm tree has a great root system that makes it strong and substantial. So if you keep your marker there, and we're going to look at another tree or another area. Let's go to Psalms chapter 1. Verse 3, Psalms chapter 1, verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Glory to God. Shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Uh, palm trees. Uh, think about palm trees now. Uh, the palm tree in, in, in severe weather, it bends. It doesn't break. You know, it just, you know, it just, some of you have seen pictures of uh, the storms on, on the East Coast, and they show some of the palm trees are just, you know, just almost laid over, but they're not breaking. They're just bending. Um, they, so the palm tree uh, can stand, withstand storms uh, because its roots are deep. A Christian, a believer that is rooted in Jesus Christ should, should be able to withstand the winds in, of temptation and the strong trials of life. Um, what, what partially brought me to this, this um, thought of palm trees, I, I, I was looking... I don't know, possibly some of you saw some of the things that are happening to uh, Judge Kavanaugh. He, he's a Christian, and he's weathering some terrible things. And he's, you know, he's like this palm. The righteous, he's a palm. And, and they're just attacking him everywhere, you know, which is wrong. Um, but the palm tree will bend but not break. A, a believing Christian must go deep with God for her, for him or her to flourish. You gotta have strong roots in God. Shallow Christians look to the world for their nourishment. But a Christian looks to God's word. That's the righteous. So how can how can we stand up against the enemy of our soul? In the natural, the palm tree has many enemies that threaten its life. Dryness in the desert, uh, the burning heat of the sun, the fierce winds, animals that tear at its trunk, but it lives because it has deep roots. As Christians, we have to have deep roots in God's word. You have to have, this is your foundation. You need to have roots. Well, if you look at any, any plant, 
if you get water the plants real good, you know, I'm talking about little plants, you can pull them up and you see the root system and, and, it, and it's clinging to all the, the, the dirt. So our roots must go into the foundation of God's word deeply and hang in there securely. And when the things come against us, we'll maybe bend, but we'll not break. And uh, what, uh, like I said, what J Judge Kavanaugh, uh, he did not break. He held true to his convictions. What he knew was right. And the enemy is, is just the enemy. He's notorious. It's wicked. But, you know, I'm not going to get on my soapbox if I keep on going. Um, and then let's go to Romans 30, uh, Romans 38. Don't have 38 chapters. Romans chapter 8. We're talking about palm trees. Romans 38 and our roots. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. That's Romans 8. 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? None of these things are going to, should remove us from the love of Christ, our foundation. For eternity, glory to God, hallelujah. We are the blood washed. Then in verse 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We will survive. You will survive if you have your roots deep in God. You know, whatever the enemy throws against you, you will survive. And we'll see a few things. Second thing that a palm tree does. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Find the book of Jeremiah right now. Jeremiah chapter 10. Look at verse 5, just the very first. The upright, that's Jeremiah 10, verse 5. The upright, or they are upright as a palm tree. Glory to God. Palm trees, well, glory to God. Palm tree, you're a palm tree. Jeremiah uh, says that the upright as a palm tree. The palm tree, most palm trees, uh, are straight, they're erect, they're stately, they're strong. Um, it's, fit, it's a fitting image of the Christian believer who is not crooked, but upright in his character and integrity. The palm tree, the upright, the righteous, are upright in their character and integrity. How much more would it mean to be a palm tree in your home. The church, or even our nation's government, if we could testify of being upright and having our integrity. 
how much better would this country be? What a great blessing this would be for all future generations if each and every one of us would be seen as a palm tree. And we're, going to, we're looking at the palm tree now. What the, what, what, uh, how the Lord looks at us is in the area of a palm tree. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Third thing. Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. Turn with me to the book of Revelation. Find the book uh, chapter 7. Now the palm tree is also an emblem of grace and beauty. In the Old Testament, um, palm trees adorned the temple. They were, you know, they had pictures and some of the some of the stuff if you read I should have wrote them, wrote them down but they have palm trees engraved around the temple and they also had so it was something of beauty and grace in Revelation chapter 7 verse verse 9 we see after after this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number all of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues stood before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Something beautiful, something graceful. So a palm tree is beautiful and graceful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to have them in heaven, so think about it. Great grace was upon them all. Grace here means the charm and attractiveness. There's something attractive about a Christian believer who has deep roots in the Lord Jesus Christ. You see something different in that individual. Something that's beautiful, something that has integrity, that has beauty. Now, the fourth thing a palm tree is. It's an evergreen. And... Oh, even in the desert, it's green. It doesn't lose its color. It's got joy. Hallelujah. Evergreen, it means it's faithful. Shows its faithfulness. Since, since we're looking at faithfulness and, and, and the palm tree, let's go to... Second Timothy. Let's look at what Timothy says about the palm tree. What's he talking about you here? Second Timothy chapter 4. Faithfulness. It's ever ready. Ever ready. Ever green. That's Second Timothy chapter 4. Look at verse 2. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. That's what the palm tree is. Instant, in season and out of season. It's always there. It's always a blessing. Okay. Let's go to, I know we haven't jumped around quite a bit. Uh, Psalms 34. In Psalms 34, glory. We kind of we sang a song about this, but uh, we'll look at it anyway. Psalms 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times, evergreen, all the time. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. 
Can we say, anytime, Lord, day or night, winter or summer, darkness or light, I'm with you. I'm with you in joy, in sorrow, in adversity or happiness. Am I with you? Or are you with him? There are believers who can be depend upon at any time or any place. Do you fit in that category? When you're called upon, you volunteer? <laughs> or are you set back? And you're not a palm tree, but you're a, a maple tree. You lose your leaves. Hmm. Again, the evergreen is a symbol. Glory. Child of God. The palm tree. Are you a palm tree this morning? Or are you a palm tree for the rest of your life? I'll put it that way. Fifth, a palm tree can be fruitful. You got coconut palms? You got date palms? Did you know that a date palm can produce over 600 pounds of dates a year in a year? I don't know how many coconuts uh, <laughs> coconut palms put out, but the 600 pounds, that's quite a bit. Uh, the fruit of the palm tree has many uses, including some of it goes to the medical field. Um, they can take the palm, the... The bark of a palm tree, can, you can make thread or rope out of it because it's, think about that, from the fibers. Uh, the leaves can be used for a variety of things, you know, for your hula skirt, you know, and all that. <laughs> and, other, and other household items. Amen. Um, there's a drink that comes out of the palm tree, a sap out of some of the palms. Wow. Do you give drink to those that are thirsty? Do you give life to the thirsty because you have life? Or do you just bottle it up? Be a good palm tree. Oh, and the dates, you know, dates have pits. You know, we throw pits away, but you know what they do with the pits for, from the dates in the desert? They feed them to the camels. The camels love them. So it's food. I mean, everything on that, that palm tree is good. Glory to God. Psalms, uh, since you're there, Psalms 92. In Psalms 92, we're going to find out something about the palm tree. Remember, your, your roots are what? Deep. They shouldn't be, you shouldn't be moved. You should not be able to be moved. Psalms 92. Oh, look at this. Some of you that are starting to get without dyeing your hair. 
Verse 14, Psalms 92, 14. And they shall, they shall still bring forth in their youth. They shall be fat and flourishing. Well, I don't want to get to be the fat part. <laughs> in other words, all through your life, as a palm tree, it's, it's fruitful and useful. As a Christian, we should, from, from the beginning of our life to the end of our life, we should be fruitful and useful. Amen. Amen. Let me give you, uh, we need to be uh, fruitful in our words, our deeds. Uh, we need to influence, uh, have an influence on non-believers and bless anybody that we come in contact with. Amen? Okay. What kind of fruit are we supposed to have? Some of you are ahead of me already. Go to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. This is the fruit that a, a palm tree has, a Christian palm tree has. Are you ready? Check your fruit out this morning. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, glory, hallelujah, joy, peace, long-suffering, <sighs> gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against there, uh, such there is no law. Wow. Do you have that fruit? It should be in abundance. You should be... Um, tree that produces over 600 pounds a year. Amen. Because your roots are deep with God. Deep in the Word. Amen. Now also, a palm tree is noted for its long life. Okay, glory to God. The ministry of a believer should bear fruit forever, a long life. Even after they enter their home going, they share, their fruit should continue. Think about the disciples. Did it just pass away? No. About Paul. Did, when he passed away, did, did his fruit just disappear? Nothing? No good? No. He, he wrote. And we read it now. We read his, his messages to us through the, through the Holy Spirit. Okay, and now we'll talk about some most recently uh, individuals, well, within 100 years. Most recently, you think about David Livingstone going into Africa. He's still, he's still alive. There, there's churches that he, he established in Africa that are still there. John G. Lake also went to Africa with his healing. Think about these people. Hudson Taylor, he went to China. He's well known. I mean, the Chinese love this, love this man. I can't remember, there's one individual that went to uh, China also. And when he died, he, he wanted his body transferred back to the States, but he wanted his heart left in China. 
That's how much he loved China. You have such individuals as Oral Roberts. I believe in miracles, he said. And it's still going on. People hold on to that. His root is still with us. Kenneth Hagin, through his books and testimonies. Lately, just Billy Graham, what, what he has done. These people have gone and passed on, but their fruit is here. We can receive the sweetness of that fruit. Other people are being coming born again. And fantastic. So you're a palm tree. Don't say I'm a young one either. Let's get out there. Begin to produce some fruit for the Lord. Amen. Get your roots deep in God. Six, the palm tree. The sixteen palm tree. A palm tree breaks bands. Now, some of us have, you know, I've got a, a tree in my yard, small tree, and I put a, a band around it to keep one of the branches from, you know, I wanted to support it. And I didn't watch it, and, and, the, and the band, as the tree grew, the band cut into the tree. But you know what, the palm tree, it breaks bands. Hmm. As other tree grows, the bands dig into the wood. The palm tree breaks the bands so that no restrictions are put upon it. You have no restrictions on you any longer. If you're a son and daughter of God, you're a palm tree, the righteous. You have no restrictions. The enemy cannot put anything on you. No wonder we call palm trees. You're the righteous, or like palm trees. Glory to God. As believers, we can claim the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Go to Romans, since we're in the New Testament. Go to Romans chapter 6. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 1, 6-1. Romans chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Glory to God. Drop down to verse 14. For sin shall have no dominion over you. For you're not under law, but you're under grace. You are a palm tree. You break the bands. You, the bands of sin trying to get a hold of you cannot hold you down any longer. First Corinthians chapter... Well, let's go to... Uh, since we're in Romans. Romans 8, verse 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him that love us. Those things cannot hold us any longer. We are blessed. 1 Corinthians. Romans, Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, glory to God. Verse 57. 
This is the palm tree. This is you. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God which giveth us victory through the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. We have victory. No more bonds can hold you down. Hallelujah. Seventh thing that a palm tree is. Palm trees usually grow in the form of an oasis. Whether there's one, usually there's a number of them. A single palm tree will not provide much protection or anything else. But an, an oasis is a place of comfort and protection. The ingathering of palm trees, an oasis, is the church. It's a blessing to be in the church. I mean, when, when, when the Arabs or the Bedouins are going through the desert, they see a, in a palm tree and then they see more palm trees. Guess what? They are rejoicing to get into that oasis because they are refreshed. That's what the church should be. People should be seeing you and you can say, I'm a palm tree. I can show you where the blessings are. Oh, me. Hebrews, well, you know where I'm going on this one. Hebrews chapter 10. In Hebrews chapter 10, it tells us this is why we are an oasis. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a, as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another insomuch the more as ye see the day approaching. We need to be together. There used to be a song, We're together again, just praising the Lord. We're together again in one accord. That's what it should be. There should be no division in the body of Christ. So we need to be in an oasis. Wow. Getting down to the nitty gritty. Look at that. <laughs> this is getting, getting okay. We'll keep on. Number eight, Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter four. I said 2 Corinthians, didn't I? Oh, going too far. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The outside of the palm tree is hard. I mean, it, it, you know. But the inside of the palm tree has heart. Has a heart. That's where the palm tree is. The outward part of the palm tree can take abuse. It's not affected by the outside life. For the quality of the palm tree is the heart. Look at 2 Corinthians. You found it, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 
Verse, looking at verse 16, this is the palm tree, this is you. For which cause, that's verse 16, for which cause we faint not, but through, though our outward man perish, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. Hallelujah. Are you renewed day by day? Why? Because you have your roots in the ground. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Nine. The palm tree cannot be grafted. I mean, you can't stick another, some type of branch in there. We'll say you put an apple branch in it or take a part of a palm, of a palm tree and stick it into, a, into an apple tree. It doesn't work. It can't be grafted. To do so, to try to, to, to graft a palm tree, you'll kill it. The palm tree is, is distinct and unusual. A believer is distinct and unusual. A believing Christian who is grafted into the world soon dies. We call it backsliding, but it's, it, it, you can backslide so far. It, the, the Lord says, I'm for, forever married to the backslider. But he'll allow you to do what you want to do. And then he says, this is what you wanted. This is where you have to go. And a lot of, quote, Christians are going to find out that the name Christian is all they had. They didn't have the root system. We need that deep root system. Okay. Number 10 and final. Are you ready for this one? You cannot burn wood from a pine tree, a uh, pine tree, palm tree, because the wood refuses to burn like ordinary wood. Wow. See, a child of God will never, not for one moment, suffer the fires of hell. Amen. <laughs> You're a palm tree, it refuses to burn. So keep your, keep your roots down. Amen. We need to rejoice and be glad as a child of God. You are blessed beyond measures because you are called. The righteous are like a palm tree. Amen. So, with that, thought in mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, we'll be going into uh, the Kenneth Hagin book, uh, The Triumphant Church, Dominion Over All Darkness and Powers. Uh, there's a uh, sign-up sheet in the back for those that are wanting to attend that session. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we're We will close at this point. I may need a little help here, Ar Arlene. Yes, sir. 
Would you pronounce that word I asked you? Come Ainas, come forward, please. That means come Aina means hunger. <laughs> you already got your roots there. You got a, you got your home. All right. So I want I want you all to gather around. We get to pray for you. Wow. Just another couple that are palm trees. That, that old sea palm trees for the rest of their lives. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, for this couple. Their stewardship, Father God. What a blessing they have been and will continue to be. We praise you, Father God, that what they put their hand to shall prosper, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that the vision, Father God, that you've given them, Father God, is beginning to take place. And Father God, as they settle in, I thank you, Lord, that you open the new horizons, Father God, for that which they will participate in. I thank you, Lord, that they will be, Father God, just as we spoke, Palm trees, Father God. People will see, Father God, their heart, their love for the Lord, and how they can share. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that as they go their, their ways, we thank you, Lord, that we can send them, Father God, with ministering angels, Father God, to continue to bless them. Open up the doors, Father God, of goodness, Father God. We praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord. We release them, Father God to their new home, and to their new church. In Jesus' name, amen. You're welcome. Okay, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we close up. Thank you, Lord, this is the day that you made, Father God. We do rejoice, Father God, in all that you have for us and intend to have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.